Hey everyone, welcome to episode 165, a Lollipop Mom. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. So before I get into today's episode, I have to tell you a story about how small this world is because I texted Lily's physical therapist to say, you know, she's growing. What do we do about the brace? Just questions about the brace and her growing. Do we need a new one? Do we need to get adjusted? What's going on? Tell me all the things. And then we got to talking a little bit more and she was over at her friend's house that they've been friends since kids, Megan and Nick. And apparently Lily's physical therapist has beef fries that are big podcast listeners. So shout out to Megan and Nick because she was saying that you guys have, and she sent me a picture of your three adorable children, OMG, and said you were praising our podcast. I was low-key blushing. I was like, oh my gosh, worlds are colliding. This is insane. It's like the Seinfeld episode when the worlds are colliding. So that is pretty cool. And what a small world. And I'm literally down the street from you. What is happening? So I was low-key freaking out. I've been saying low-key a lot. So when I talk about being a lollipop mom, this could be a lollipop dad, this could be a lollipop grandparent, this could be a lollipop aunt, a lollipop uncle. And so I coined the term, and I think I've talked about it in the past, I might have even done an episode about it, but I Googled if I had and it didn't show up. So if this is a repeat, I'm sorry, but sometimes you guys tell me that it helps to hear things more than once. So if it's, I've talked about it more than once, I felt like it was important to dedicate an entire episode to it because it's so important. Go back and listen to the episode about Goldilocks parenting and how we can always find that happy balance between being a lollipop mom, which I'll get into, and also super militant and do do this thing because I said so. If because I said so worked, then I would be selling it on the corner. But some kids, because I said so, doesn't really work. Now, if they're badgering you and things like that, asked and answered works, and because I said so can be the last resort. But you don't want to parent from that dictator personality because it definitely, definitely does one of two things. It either shuts kids down where they become super compliant or it amps kids up. Now, I would say I was more militant before I became conscious, like very strict and very stern. I always called myself the pointy lip mom. It was always an honor of nipping things in the bud. That's I, I blamed my poor behavior or my poor energy or my poor tone on I'm nipping this in the bud. I'm doing it for the greater good. I'm doing it for you. Don't you understand? It was what I was thinking in my head. But We now know that I was parenting from a lot of fear that I didn't want to mess up this parenting gig and parenting from that fear-based place is ironically where I was messing it up. So we know what militant parenting sounds like because that's what I used to be day in and day out. And I had one kid who, I don't want to say rebelled, but pushed back. And then I had another kid who would just comply, comply, comply. And we don't want either of that. So when you find the Goldilocks balance, you'll realize that your kids who are super pushed back don't push back as much. And then the ones who are super compliant start to have their own opinion. They start to stand up for themselves. 
you create a Goldilocks child, if that makes sense. And Goldilocks meaning not perfection, but you you help them create that balance in their own life. So lollipop mom is the opposite end of the spectrum. And I just coined the term lollipop mom because um, I was so worried I was going to be a lollipop mom when I was when the kids were younger that I coined the term. And it's essentially the analogy of and this could be lollipop dad, a lollipop parent all the things, but it's just harder to say. Lollipop parent doesn't roll off my tongue as much as lollipop mom. So you get what I mean, jelly bean. So lollipop mom, Kelly, get to the point. Holy moly. Can you not hear my ADD? Like just coming through loud and clear. So lollipop mom is essentially when you're, I use the analogy of when you're checking out and your child screams and yells for the lollipop and you say, no, we're not going to have a lollipop. And then you give said reason for, or you might just not get a reason. You might not just give a reason. You might just say, because I said so, or no, or you might be uh, stern with your no, or just like a lot of times, when the kids were little, I'd just be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Maybe later. Like if they were grab something really dangerous, like a, a like a plug, I'd be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Tell the plug, no, thank you. I always spoke to the things like they were like living beings and it seemed to work. Like if they would grab something, no, thank you. And this weekend, I went on the scariest water slide of my life on Volcano Bay. If you've ever been at Volcano Bay in Orlando, if you've ever been there, oh my goodness. I was screaming the entire time. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. It was so weird. It was so out of body. I got done with the ride. I was like, who was screaming no thank you like that? And they were like, you were. I was like, what? That was so crazy. That's the last time I've done like the no thank yous was when they were little and they'd grab something that they shouldn't or they tried to cross the road or they wouldn't want to hold my hand. I'm like, no, thank you. No, thank you. And so I did it on the ride. It was so weird. I don't know where that was, where that came from. So they're screaming and crying or they're just, they're just not taking no for an answer. Can I have a lollipop? It starts off very innocent. Can I have a lollipop? And it could be M&Ms, it could be the toy, it could be the Barbie doll in the toy aisle, it could be the the puffs, it could be the Fruit Loops, it could be XYZ. And this could be out of the grocery store too. This is where it all originated. The story of technically when they're asking for the lollipop and you say no, and you like your reasons, holding that boundary is very hard when the tantrums start. If holding your boundaries with like family members who are pushy or they don't honor your boundaries, if that's hard for you with your family members, then it's probably going to be hard for you with your kids. And that is normal. If it's hard with grownups, it's going to be hard with your kids because you just want them to be happy all the time. And I'm here to remind you that they don't need to be happy all the time. They're going to experience their own 50-50 in their life, just like you experience 50-50 in your life. So it's okay that they feel disappointment. It's good to practice disappointment. Now, we're not coming across militant like, no, because I said so. You can say the no thank you, depending on their age. If they keep asking, you say ask and answer, ask and answer. And then let's say the tantrum starts. Well, the screaming and the crying or the falling on the ground or they feel like that you literally, they act like their hair is on fire the way they're acting. You're like, bro, it's just a lollipop. What are you doing? Again, it could be anything. You just plug and play what the item is. And if you say no and you like your reasons, then you have to hold the line and hold the boundary and keep the no. Because what a lot of times we do, and this is very normal, especially in public places, because we are so afraid of being viewed as a bad mom. That's like the ultimate, because we all have that inner voice that we feel like a bad mom or a bad dad. We're like, what if I am? Oh my goodness. Like that's always playing in the background. Like what if I'm not good enough? That's the background of all of our life pretty much. And we just have to like know that that's normal and that's part of the human experience. And your kids also have that going on in the background and it gets stronger as they get older. So in the background, we all have that narrative playing 
what if I'm not good enough? What if I'm not a good enough parent or good enough wife or good enough housekeeper or good enough coworker or good enough X, Y, Z, plug and play. It could be tennis. It could be bocce ball. It doesn't matter. The, the underlying current of our brain will always be what if I'm not good enough because it's afraid to take action. It's afraid, afraid to put yourself out there. It's afraid to, it's all of us are experiencing that. So if you just walk around and know that everyone has that narrative playing behind the scenes, it actually makes you understand other people's behavior a lot of times when they like flip out over something so little, you're like, oh, that's just coming from a place of not feeling good enough. I know how that feels. And so when the child is wigging out and they're doing it in a public place, it's very hard to hold the line because we don't want all those people to echo what we're thinking underneath and what's what our narrative is. What if they think I'm a bad mom? I remember when I was unconscious and the kids were screaming and crying at like Walmart or Publix or Target. I would like, oh, you must be hungry. I would say out loud to the child who was like two and not understanding or like an infant. Oh, you must be hungry. Oh, you ready for nap? Or because I was so afraid that they would think I was a bad mom. So it was almost like I was announcing I'm not a bad mom. She's just hungry. I'm not a bad mom. He's just tired. I'm not a bad mom. And I just was like saying it out loud. When I think about it now, I was like, oh, my goodness, that's exactly what I was doing. I would say out loud what the problem was so they wouldn't think I was a bad mom. Now, just allow them to think the things because they're not actually thinking it. We're just thinking it and we project it onto other people. So when we know that, we're like, oh, and then you're on to yourself. You're like, oh, I didn't even know that was there. So it's like the megaphone that we think other people are shouting at us or glaring at us. It's all made up in our head because it's our projection out to them. And then any looks that we get or any side eyes or even they just look over their shoulder like, what's that noise? They that's when we have this megaphone of you're not good enough, but it's really coming from within ourselves. So you can be on yourself. Then you don't feel this need to give in because you like your reasons, whether it's almost dinner, it's too much sugar, it's not a healthy snack, you don't want Fruit Loops in your house. Whatever the reason is, you like your reasons and you don't really have to explain all those reasons, but you do have to hold the line because what happens is, this happened to me so many times, even though I feel like I was more on the militant side, there were many times, especially in public places, that I wanted to give in just because I wanted this screaming and crying and yelling to stop in the public place. So going through the checkout, let's just use that as an example. And they would cry and scream and I want it, I want it, I want it. They fall on the floor, whatever it is. And then I'd say, oh, geez, oh, geez, oh, geez. Oh, what am I going to do? And then it's just like, it's like in slow motion. Everyone goes through this. This is like parenting 101. There's not one child or one parent experience that I've heard of that they don't have the crying in public. Happens at church, happens at school, it happens at the playground. It happens at Chuck E. Cheese. It happens at the grocery store because kids don't have a filter yet. They don't have a filter to be like, okay, this is okay. I don't, I, they don't know how to manage their disappointment. So they just go straight from zero to red. And that's so normal. I want to normalize that for you as much as possible. So when you have that feeling, it's going to be very tempting to give in and give them the lollipop to make them quiet. It's almost like the lollipop is like the pacifier to make the yelling, yelling and screaming and stop because then we think that all the voices will shut off. Now, it doesn't mean you can never give in to your kids, but you don't want to give in to your kids to the point where you're giving in to the tantrum and the yelling and the screaming, because what we're doing when we do that is we are rewarding our child for their screaming and yelling, and then they're going to realize that next time, well, last time I just yelled and screamed. This time, 
I'm going to yell and scream and fall to the ground. They just know that if they raise the bar high enough and they embarrass us or they 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 up the ante, so to speak, they will get their way. They're very smart. They're not being manipulative. They're not being naughty. They're smart because they want the lollipop, just like we want the lollipop or the ice cream sandwich after dinner. So they're just trying to get what they want and garner some self, self-control within their own life and get some control over their life. So I want to normalize that for you that it's all completely normal and it doesn't mean you're a bad parent. It doesn't mean you're a bad parent if your child cries in public because all children cry. All children tantrum. This is completely normal. Nothing has gone wrong. And I've talked about this before in the past where if we give in to the tantrum or we give them the lollipop then we're actually teaching them next time do the same thing and then if that doesn't work they realize oh I need to do the same thing and I'm just going to up the ante and do it a little bit more the next time. So when we're a lollipop mom or a lollipop dad or a lollipop parent, it's that permissive parenting where the children do not feel a sense of boundaries. And when they don't feel a sense of boundaries, they start to flail because they feel secure in boundaries and they feel insecure when the boundaries are just this big open field and there's no fence around the playground. Kids like fences around playgrounds. They don't want a big open field because it feels insecure for them. And that's why sometimes they can flail because they don't feel secure in the boundaries or they don't know that mom means it or dad means it when they say no or they say no thank you. So finding that balance is gonna be different for everybody because sometimes I'll look at David and I'll be like, why is that such a big deal? It's a big deal to him, but not a big deal to me. And then other times he's probably looking at me going, why is that a big deal? It's a big deal to me, but not a big deal to him. And that's where you balance each other out. Because sometimes he's a lollipop dad in certain areas and I'm like, no, and sometimes I'm a lollipop mom in certain areas and he's like, no, and sometimes I'm more militant in certain areas and he's really soft. And sometimes he's more militant in certain areas and I'm softer in that area. So that's where you balance each other out and there is no wrong way. And guess what? It's all completely made up. There is no right or wrong way. You just have to like make the boundary, like your reasons, and then have your own back. And then from there, you can find the Goldilocks balance where it's not too hot, not too cold, but just right parenting and you have harmony in your home. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really wanna fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.